0: Uh, Good evening, evening. and welcome, my brothers and sisters, to our time together where we worship our great and awesome God. Uh, I wish to uh, welcome those who have been with us earlier today, welcome back, and those who may have had the misfortune of being with us this morning, uh, you missed a great time of sharing um, testimonies and uh, uh, the word today. I want you to please pause with me as we uh, go again before Heavenly Father to commence our time together this evening. Our Father, indeed as always, it's our joy to come before you, the one who is holy and majestic and worthy to be praised. Our Father, we come with grateful hearts this evening to thank you once again for your faithfulness and your provisions uh, towards us. Indeed, your grace has been multifold and uh, plenteous in our lives and we are here to testify to your goodness to us. Also, Lord, we have not always been as responsive uh, to you and your good will towards us and so we confess our sins against you, whether it was in the form of actions or inactions, spoken words or words that should have been spoken but was left silent. And so we come to put aside all of those things that might prevent us this evening from worshiping you in spirit and in truth. We ask as we dedicate and refresh our commitment to you this evening that you would be pleased with our time together this evening. These things, Father, we ask in the precious name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and all of God's children, says, Amen. Now we invite our brother Ethan with a special.
1: wonder how it must have felt when David stood to face Goliath on a hill. I imagine that he shook with all his might until. You as high as yours are, and you alone keep the universe from crumbling into dust, you are God, and though we would not have understood. Moment, every plan, coincidence just all makes sense with your life. You were, you were
2: Amazing. Didn't he? Uh, Have you seen how his voice has changed? I mean, it's stronger, richer, but you still got to smile a little bit more. (laughs) Ethan, thank you, and that that song just fits in for tonight as we celebrate the Lord's table. Thank you very much. So good to have you here tonight. We're here to respond to two uh, invitations in the scripture. One is to come before what we call the Lord's table and to do what? to remember Him the second is in the book of Hebrews we have the invitation to come before the throne of grace to intercede to pray on behalf of others and we're going to do that this evening we're going to first have a time around the Lord's table then we're going to give you an opportunity as usual at this time to share God's blessing in your life anything God has done And then we're gonna have a time of prayer. Uh I think we still have some prayer sheets uh in the uh okay. No, they're not out there yet. Uh but we will have a time of prayer afterwards before we close. Uh I think we had a tremendous time of blessing this morning. Amen. I think just everything just went beautiful. Testimonies as usual were amazing. Uh and on it, they kept to the time. Wasn't that something? I mean, that and it was so. It was so good. The quartet, fantastic, and uh, the message this morning. How many of you all got the four anchors? Which is the first one? Second. Second. Me- conscience, memories, hope. That's right. Sure anchors. Amen. We're so pleased to have uh, Pastor Russell and Mrs. Russell with us this evening as well. The Lord bless you. So good to have you here today. We're going to look at the passage of Scripture that was written specifically for this time, the observance of the Lord's Supper, and 1 um, Corinthians chapter 11. I invite you to turn to it as we make some comments before we go into the celebration. This passage opens with a special word from Paul. Paul apparently received a lot of truths directly from Jesus Christ. I think this is one of those truths concerning how we are to observe the Lord's table. The other had to do with what we call the rapture and the death of the saints. And... um, where I believe the word is clear that God appeared to Paul to give him specific words as to how to bring comfort to those who have lost loved ones. This is how he opens for I receive from the Lord. That's a tremendous statement here concerning the transmission of God's will and God's word to us. How does God get his a thought in his mind to become a thought in my mind your mind It's through inspiration of the scriptures and this is a beautiful picture of that transaction for I receive from the Lord that which I also delivered to you that's the process that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread Notice the environment, the night in which he was betrayed. This is a time that Jesus confronted with his disciples saying that, one of you going to betray me. And they were all asking, who will it be? Who will it be? This was a tense time. This was an emotional time. This was a difficult time for the Lord Jesus Christ, but it's perhaps one of the most meaningful times as well. In the scripture, he says that it was a great desire that he desired to have that last meal with them, referring, I believe, not only to the Passover, but also to the Lord's Supper that he was about to institute. And so try to enter into the environment that has been experienced by those who loved him when he instituted this supper. This isn't just an ad hoc situation. This was something that's prepared, but planned, pre-planned by Jesus Christ. I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread. We believe it's the bread that was involved in the last Passover. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Remember now the environment. And we have what we call the first look in this passage the upward look. Jesus takes the bread and he gives thanks. Probably looking to heaven to give thanks to God Not for the bread in the sense of being sustenance to sustain us physically But for what it represents His incarnate body The body that was made specifically to be a perfect sacrifice Remember in the book of Hebrews he said what? A body thou hast prepared for me He's thanking God for that body, prepared especially to be a perfect sacrifice for the sin of mankind. So that was the outlook, look, giving thanks to God. We will be doing that as well. This is my body, which is for you. Those are some significant words. The body that Jesus had was a body specifically prepared for us as a sacrifice but prepared for us nonetheless do this in remembrance of me we are to bring back to our minds as though it were happening right now the person, the character, the work, the death pain, the suffering of Jesus Christ. That's what the word remembrance means. To bring back to your mind as though the event is transpiring right now. This is to be a meaningful time. It's nothing to be rushed. It's nothing to be hurried. Reflection is involved here. This is not a time for a lot of Jumping around and a lot of foot-tapping music. Not saying those things are bad, mind you. But to remember Him, we've got to reflect. We've got to meditate. And even as we look up to give thanks, we have to also look to the Spirit of God to remove the things from our minds that will prevent us from remembering Him the way he wants us to in the same way verse 25 he took the cup also after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood he's looking toward his death then it was future now we look backward its past he looked forward to it we look backward to it this is the backward look this cup is a new covenant in my blood do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me same thing when you combine the remembrance of his body remembrance of his blood we have the idea of death a cruel death a harsh death Verse 26 For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup Notice now, you proclaim That's a powerful word You placard, you shout You preach the gospel You proclaim the Lord's death until he comes That's the forward look And every time we gather here then to partake of these emblems and remember him the way he wants us to, be proclaim the gospel. The Lord's Supper is probably one of the most powerful presentations of the gospel that the church can make. Jesus says so. You proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. It's something we ought to do on an ongoing basis on a regular basis we are in the train of history when it comes to the church the incredible body of Christ this is something that Jesus implemented so the church could carry on from its beginning and the church hadn't begun yet but Jesus implemented it to be a part of the church from its very beginning we are a part that historical group of people redeemed by the blood of Christ who do this just to show how much we care for him and how much we love him because he loved us that's the forward look then verse 27 therefore whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner and he will explain what that unworthy manner is shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. So you see, he puts it into a very serious situation now. He's joyous. It's solemn as well. He wants us to realize we're on holy ground when we're doing this. This isn't just ordinary church activity that we just come and we do and go away. No, no, no. This is something that is to be embedded within our souls and our hearts. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. That's what he mentioned earlier. This is my body. This is my blood. If you don't do it right, with the right attitude, he's going to talk about you're doing it in an unworthy manner. You'd be guilty of remembering the Lord in a way he does not want you to do it. He tells us what we must do to avoid that. But a man must examine himself. This is now the inward look. We look inwardly. A man must examine himself and in so doing he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Notice as we always repeat we always remind you the examination is not to prevent us from partaking. The examination is to enable us to do so in a worthy manner. Please see that. There's grace here not judgment. There's grace here not judgment. You see. And that's why there's no reason No one who's here tonight should not partake. You say, well, I've never received Christ as my Savior. Well, you can do so right now. This is perhaps one of the most wonderful, most beautiful times you can do that. Scripture says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's you and me. It says that the wages of sin is separation from God death that's what death is separation from God but God loved us so much he sent his son to become our savior to take the judgment for our sin upon himself on Calvary's cross and by simply relying upon him and realizing that God raised him from the dead to validate the fact that he had accepted Christ's death on your behalf and you place your faith in Him and His finished work on the cross, you become a child of God. And you can partake. You can partake. You say, well, I'm a Christian. I've, I'm a Christian, but boy, I've done some bad things this week. I've got a, a relationship that is not right. Well, you know what the Scripture tells us? If we confess our sins, He's what? What? Faithful and just to do what? Forgive us, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You see? The self-examination is to enable us to partake, not to prevent us from doing so. And we're going to give you a few moments to do that shortly. A man must examine himself, and so doing is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks... Eats and drinks judgment to himself if he does not judge the body rightly. Now, this body here, I believe, has a twofold reference. He's not only talking now about his body, he's talking about the body of Christ as well, members of the body. Look at chapter 10, like at verse 16. is not the cup of blessing which we bless assuring in the blood of Christ is not the bread which we break assuring in the body of Christ now notice verse 17 since there is one bread we who are many are what one body for we all partake of the one bread so I call this the look around. Make sure that you are in the right fellowship with your brother, your sister, and the Lord. In fact, you're going to see here the way that they were eating unworthy was because they were not in any way accepting their brother and sisters on equal terms. They were treating them badly. They wouldn't give them the food. And that's how he said you put this right at the end. He says, wait for one another. I mean, wait and share your food. You do that, then you would not partake of the Supper in an unworthy manner. That was the primary thing here. Look around. Not just only at the body on the cross, but the body around us. Sometimes we forget. We're one body. One body. And there's no way we can be in fellowship with God and not be in fellowship with our brothers and sisters. It's just impossible. You cannot do it. No matter how sincere you may be, how well-intentional you may be, If you're out of fellowship with a brother or a sister, you're out of fellowship with God. That's why Jesus said when he was teaching his disciples how to pray, what does he say? You forgive others, I'll forgive you. That's family business. That's not how you're saved. That's how you keep the family intact. If you don't forgive, I won't forgive you. That's, the look around. We're all one. We belong to one loaf. We are one loaf. We belong to one Lord, one Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the inward look. For this reason many among you are weak and sick and a number sleep. This, this is a tremendous thing here. This is a way that the body of Christ can be kept Pure. If we come around the Lord's table and we do it the way he tells us to do, we'll always be living a pure life. you realize that? We'll always be living in fellowship with him and always living in fellowship with another. If we observe the Lord's Supper in the way he wants us to. But if we judge ourselves rightly, we would not be judged. Let's stop right there for the night. So this event that we're about to participate in right now is, I believe, one of the most meaningful in the life of the Christian church. Jesus himself instituted it at one of the most momentous times in his life, in one of the most emotional times of his life. He planned it, he prepared it, and he tells us exactly how to do it. He invites us to remember him, the one who first remembered us. But there's some things we need to do. So I'm going to invite you right now to bow your head and just take a few moments and ask the Holy Spirit to bring to mind anything that you need to confess. Affairs related to your brothers and sisters or whatever it may be that you know a broken fellowship with him. And remember the wonderful words. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then we can, be, we can then participate in a worthy manner and be assured of the fact that when we do so, we are in the center of God's will because we are doing what Jesus tells us to do in the way he told us to do it. And we could be rejoicing even as we look at the very form of one on the cross dying for us. Take a few moments then. Quiet reflection. Father, we enter into those moments when you instituted this feast and our hearts are mixed with solemnity as well as great joy because we have come not to remember a dying Jesus but a Jesus who has died once and for all. No more to offer as a sacri- be offered as a sacrifice. The sacrifice is all complete, finished. We come here to celebrate a finished transaction, and we thank you for that. But, Father, we also thank you for that blood that we shed, that gives us assurance that when we confess, we are cleansed by the blood of Christ. And so, as unbelievable as it may be, we are standing before you right now as priests, And we've been cleansed, we've been washed through confession by the blood of Christ as we come to offer the spiritual sacrifices of our praise to you and to participate in this ordinance that you yourself has instituted for us, leaving us specific instructions. We rejoice in the great salvation we have in Christ. And Father, our prayers that if there's anyone here tonight who has not yet received Christ, that right now they would do that. And they realize that Jesus gave his body, he gave his blood, so that our sins could be taken care of, the penalty could be paid. And they too might be able to be a part of that one loaf, that one body, that we share in as members of the incredible body of Christ. We pray then that the Spirit of God would lead us in our worship. We encourage you, to continue in an attitude of worship and praise as we now sing some songs and the men who are serving will come forward and we will share the elements.
3: There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So let's praise our savior. Let's praise him for his person Let's praise him for his works as we sing, Hallelujah, what a savior.
4: Guilty. Lifted up was he to die, lifted up was he.
3: There's none like our Jesus worthy of our worship tonight he's wonderful he is beautiful he is our savior tonight who showed us mercy
4: Thank you. the broken. We are the broken, you are the healer, Jesus redeemer, mighty to say, You are the love song, we'll sing forever, bowing before you, blessing your name. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Highest praise is honor and glory. Be unto Your name, yes, Lord. Be unto Your name, all the glory, Lord be unto your name. All the honor, Lord, be unto your name. You are the one we praise. You are the one that we praise. You saw our need, Lord,
3: and you made a way into the very presence of God for us through your death. Thank you. We're here to remember the Lord tonight, and as the men return to the front, let's sing this hymn of remembrance.
4: According to thy gracious word, In me, humility, this way. bread from heaven shall be thy testamental cup I take and thus remember thee when to the cross I turn Pulse remains, yea, while a breath of pulse remains, will I remember
5: thee? Come before your holy presence this evening. Not because we are worthy, but because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross for us. Father, the bread which symbolizes his body, we take it to remember his second coming. We will give you praise and thanks for we ask these things in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.
0: My brothers and my sisters, as you hold this bread in your hands, reflective of why we do this why we have this remembrance uh, exercise please remember his body that special body that was prepared for us on Calvary and as we partake of this bread let us also remember what we are doing in the process as we proclaim his death until he comes I invite you now to take this bread And let us partake of it together.
6: Blessed Lord, how kind you are. How gracious you are. We are so thankful that we have this tremendous privilege to remember our blessed Redeemer. The one who poured out his life's blood on an altar called Calvary. He was your lamb who laid his life down and poured out his blood that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. We pray, Lord, that as we partake of this cup that reminds us of that precious shared blood, may we accept it and reminisce in this time of sweet memorial as we remember one who was dead but now is alive and alive forevermore. Be pleased to accept our worship as we offer it not only from redeemed hearts, but most appreciatively from grateful hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, Lord Jesus, it is always,
7: always a privilege to gather as your people to remember you. Tonight we rejoice over this fact and we thank you for the honor that it is as your children to gather around this table to reflect to remember to rejoice it costs you everything we thank you for the wonderful victory that you accomplished on the cross on our behalf join me my brothers and sisters in remembering Our Lord Jesus, as he poured out his precious blood on our behalf, let us remember him with gratitude. Amen.
0: I invite you to let's continue with our worship as we participate in our tithes and our offering at this time, so I invite you to pause with me as we again speak to our Father. Our Father, indeed, it is our joy and privilege to worship you in this manner, and as we do so, Lord, we indeed reflective of just how marvelous and wonderful you've been to us um, day in, day out, from moment to moment to moment. And so, Lord, we we take our special delight in in sharing in this way of our worship and our tithes and our offering. And as we do so, Father, we we do so with joyful hearts and ask, Lord, that uh, you will be the one to orchestrate this usage so that your name might continue to be exalted, not only in this place and in this island, but throughout the world. Thank you for this privilege, and may you forever be exalted through our lives and our worship. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. Okay, let's take a few moments now. Uh, we have a mic, uh, two mics here if you'd like. Uh, anyone would like to uh, share what God is doing in your life? And then we'll have a few moments of prayer. We'll be first. Note of praise, something you've learned from the word. Brother Joe.
5: After my uh, prison ministry, I usually visit the sick and shut-in on Sundays. And uh, every Sunday I would visit George for the Cups. He knows you. In fact, he always asks for you. Well, yesterday he was laid to rest. He was 71 years old. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, his wife found him in bed, dead, dead. And uh, she didn't really... Notice he was dead until the nurse pronounced him dead. And uh, he has a brother, 67 years old. He is in the old folks home.
2: 67. 67 years. Yes. So. Brother, brother Morris, they don't do bad, eh? Yeah, he, he didn't hear me on that
5: one, he didn't hear on that one. So I saw the brother this morning, really, while I was going to prison. But we need to remember him because he hasn't come to know Jesus Christ as
2: his Lord and Savior. Thank you. Well, let me go to prayer. Someone, please remember the, min- the minister's family. Right? Let's pray for the minister's family. All
8: right. Who'll be next? Oh, Anne. I want to thank the church and every. I want to thank the church and everybody who has been involved in helping me when I went to the hospital. And other things they have done. They've helped me to get my teeth. They've helped me to get my bills and things paid that I accomplished going to the hospital and everything. And how they helped us to get joy to have our operation. All the things you've done for our family and helping to help me get floors put down in my kitchen and bathrooms because the ones that were there were falling to pieces and I thank you for everything you did and I thank God Amen
2: Amen. Praise the Lord, Amen Okay Uh, Brenda
9: Thank you Pastor Ethel the anchor of remembrance I'll never forget you. You have been such a blessing to me. I thank you so much. I just want to say that you will never know how much you meant to me. But may God forever bless you. Thank you so much. And this morning it was... Those words were so meaningful, it was so searching. So much times you have to wear your ankle really holding, but I wanna say I love you.
2: Amen, Amen. all right, okay.
10: Um, I would like the church to pray for me. There's a sin that I keep committing and I know better. Okay, and that sin is worrying. Okay, always worrying about things. And, and the time will pass, and I'll be like, you know, Kirk, you know better. Why are you still worrying about these things? That God always taking care of you, always delivering you out of these situations? But yes, so you worry. And this week was a very, very, sorry, last week was a very challenging week, you know, with the business. Um, um, I... You know when the time came and I it passed, you know what I mean like, I just sat down and I laughed, and I called all my kids together and then you know I said you know, y'all you must remember God will always take care of His own, always, don't care whatever it is in your life if you trust in the Lord, He will always take care of you, and I said I don't want you all to be worrying, God the birds are there He take care of, we are more important than the birds. Right. And God will always live up to His word.
2: Yeah. You sound like you're okay. You said want us to pray for that? I have to no. Pray to stop worrying because you worry, oh. and then you
10: create a health problem. Okay. You know, and there's no so you, you don't
2: want us to pray for you to stop worrying. <laughs> I'm trying to get clear
10: here. <laughs> you know, there, are, there are times, there are always, situation comes up in life constantly another one comes up. Amen. I agree All with right? that. Amen. And you worry about it and then at the end of the day, like, why are you worrying? You know, Amen. because God is taking, and you, you don't, you don't solve it yourself. God handle it for you. Amen. You know.
2: Thank you, my brother. Okay. Uh, someone remember that one uh, when we started to pray as well. Okay. Anyone else? All right.
11: I just want to thank God for his faithfulness, his grace, and his mercy. After being absent for about three months, attending to my sister who, had, um, who was diagnosed with breast cancer at stage four, we have to give God all the glory, all the praise, all the honor that is due unto his name. It was enduring. It helped me to learn to have patience to persevere and to know that God is still on the throne and he is still in the miracle working business. Um, After she had had the surgery, uh, they did not find any cancer in the biopsy that they removed, but she still had to undergo the radiation treatment, which were 33 treatments over six and a half weeks. God has truly been good to us. He tests you, and he knows just how much you can bear. So no matter what you're going through, I just want you to know that God is real. I've been tested, I've been tried, but he says that there will be long-suffering, and those that endure to the end will reap the reward in heaven. And Pastor Lee, and Sister Nancy, and Pastor Tommy, I just want you to know that your prayers were what, were, was what kept me to endure. It hasn't been easy, but God has truly been good to me. And the verse that you gave me, Pastor Lee, it was a comfort to me, Isaiah 41 and verse 10. So I just want, to know, I just want you all to know that God has truly been good, and his mercy does endure forever.
2: All right, anyone else? Then we'll go to a short time of prayer. Remember some of the things that we said. We'll give you a couple of others because we don't want to interrupt the prayers. We just want you to pray for the items that you've heard and God laid on your heart. Someone else? Okay. Anna. I
8: thank you all for the physical things that have been done for me. I want, I want to thank you for the spiritual things that God has done for me. He's helped me to grow spiritually that I'm not afraid to witness to others of Him. He's he's helped me to learn more of His Word and get closer to Him. And He's helped me to not be afraid to study because I'm afraid, I used to be afraid that I won't be able to learn. And I thank God for this church that he's given me to help me to grow in. Thank you.
2: Okay, one more? All right, uh, two more then, uh, David and Priscilla. Oh, you were not <laughs> Boy, now if you, you, know, if you were in uh, bidding, you'd be in trouble if you were in the auction.
12: Um, I became a believer at a very young age and um, the Lord has blessed me with um, good leadership from my knew myself and particularly with godly women. And, um, and I always have a passion to impart truth unto women. And God has placed me within a job where I am able to do that as well. And secondly, I'm just thankful for the Lord who has given me the opportunity each Sunday morning to impart truth to beautiful young girls. I have nine, nine young girls in my Sunday school class and they are so delighted to teach, so hungry for the word. And we are going through what you call how to study the Bible, the inductive study of the word and my girls are so excited when they come to open the Word. I and mean, when Pastor Russell talked about this morning, your anchor, where your anchor holds during the storm of life. And the anchor during my, during my Christian walk, I've been through many storms, many trials, but it's only the anchor of the Word that keeps me going. I want to thank the Lord for that.
2: Amen. All right. do you have any special prayer requests before we go to prayer? Would you mention them right now? Again, please remember the prayer because we can open to anyone who'd like to pray and just remember these items. I have a few more. Any prayer? Cindy, yeah, that's a daughter-in-law. Surgery, please remember Cindy. Cheryl is having surgery on... Tuesday. Cheryl, Cindy, you not, your arm is up. Okay. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. We're still trying to meet that goal with $25,000 for a new bus. Four Bahamas, Some have come in, but we still need some more. Please let's pray that God meets that need as well. All right, anyone else? Uh, Let's remember Hesketh Johnson, please, uh, as he anticipates uh, a procedure. Um, He isn't breathing well, I understand. And um, uh, tomorrow, I think, the procedure will be supposed to take place. So let's be praying for him. Pardon? Vida, thank the Lord for her recovery, right? She's doing well. And let's continue to pray for Vita as well.
13: Sally,
2: remember Sister Sally and her family. Sally Colebrook and her family, and her family. okay. Uh, please remember me in prayer as well. Tuesday, I'll be going to the States. I'll be having two uh, evaluations concerning uh, possible surgery on my back. We're trying to make a decision whether if we do have to have the surgery whether we go what we, they call the traditional way, this is how they explained to me. Traditional way, we we'll leave an eight-inch scar on your back. You'll be in the hospital for a week or so, and with some re, and possible uh, uh, what do they call it um, therapy and stuff afterwards. The other is the laser, relatively new, half-inch scar, outpatient be done in a day and a half or two days at the most. Uh, So I'm trying to find out which one to do because some people don't believe that laser has been tested long enough. For instance, Mayo Clinic does not advise it at all. And, you know, they they have a heavy hand on that. So be praying for that. I'd appreciate that very much. Those on our prayer sheet tonight, for today rather, the family is... Uh, The Cartwright family, Priscilla, Kenny, and Christopher. Let's pray for the Cartwright family. The missionary for today is the Haven, or the missions, I should say, uh, is the Haven. And our uh, ministry here is Care Kitchen. Please pray for that. Let's remember to thank the Lord for these things as well, for the service this morning, for the great testimonies, for the message. Let's pray. thank God for even for the privilege of remembering him as well. And um, focus on thanksgiving as well as prayer. We just have a few moments, and then we'll close with a prayer from uh, Pastor Fowler. Okay, who will lead us off, please? Uh, You you can hold your hand with the mic so we can hear you as well.
9: I thank the Heavenly Father, And praise Thee because of Thee that we are in Christ Jesus. We thank You for Your Son and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank You for the finished work You've done on Calvary's cross for us, that we need not continue in sin any longer. We thank You, Father, for Your faithfulness, such great salvation. We just want to say we love You. And what a privilege we have tonight that we can come together in a manner like this. And, Father, as we come, I bring the entire group before you tonight. As our faces are different, so is each one of us have a different need, a different problem. But I bring each one of us to you tonight, Father, and ask that you would bring each one of us to the place where you long for us to be. We thank you, Father, and truly praise you. Tonight we think of our pastor. I pray, Lord, that you would give him the wisdom that he would need in this situation. We thank you for his love for you. We thank you for his faithfulness. We thank you for his leadership. We Truly, we just want to bless you and thank you for him. Thank you for all that he means to each one of us. And tonight, Father, I think of the college kids who is away from home. Lord, I bring each one to you. I pray, I plead the blood of Christ over their minds. Keep them focused, Father. Keep them focused. Don't let the enemy destroy them, but keep them focused. They're away from home. I just ask a special blessing and that your good hand will continue to be upon them. Thank you for each one. And Father, for the one that asks for prayer for, to, about worry, Father, I thank you that he realized that he's worried. And, and you specialize in helping your children. So I bring him to you in a special way, Father. And I ask in your way, you show him that. He's just all right. Thank you for his his fellowship amongst us. He's doing quite all right. And we just want to praise you and thank you for your goodness, your faithfulness, and your mercy. You're a good God. And thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen.
7: Father, it's, again, it's an honor to come into your presence. Lord, we've heard requests. And we just thank you for the, the honor that it is to bring these petitions before you. Lord, we pray for mm-hmm. Anne. We thank you for Anne. We thank you for her faithfulness to you. We ask your blessing over her. We pray that Draw her closer to you. We thank you for Sister Sally and for what she means to us. We ask that you would minister to her, Lord, as she uh, faces challenges uh, at this time. We ask that you strengthen her and give her uh, good health, Lord, all in keeping with your will. We thank you for Vida and her recuperation thus far. We thank you for a successful procedure and we ask that you would draw her closer to you and that her. Um, healing process would continue without complication. Lord, we lift up Pastor Lee as he faces uh, an upcoming procedure, as he travels on, on uh, soon to uh, seek medical attention. Lord, you know the procedure and uh, what would be the best one for him. Lord, you know all about Pastor Lee and you know the challenges he's facing at this time. Please give the doctors wisdom. As they face this procedure, we pray that this would be successfully done. And we pray that the right one for him would be done. And we pray for a full and, and uh, pray for a successful procedure and for healing without complication. And we pray that uh, uh, the funding and it will all be provided, that uh, all the needs will be met financially. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. Uh, we thank you for Priscilla. And the girls that you've brought into her life who she can minister to. We're so thankful for her and for the opportunity that she has to impact the lives of these girls. Um, Just minister through her in a very special way. We thank you for this opportunity to pray. Father, we know that you will answer in keeping with your will. And we thank you for your compassion for us as your children. In Jesus' name.
8: Heavenly Father, we come before you now and we thank you, Lord, for the privilege of doing something because you guide us to do it. And Lord, I thank you for those that I was able to speak to on the two jitneys on the long ride to get from Palmdale to Mackie Street. And I thank you, Lord, for the lady who drinks that asked my help I only had a dollar to give her, I gave it to her, and I witnessed to her, and I pray, Lord, that she would give up that drinking and give her life to you. She's just lost her husband, and Lord, I pray that she'd cry out to you for help, and Lord, I pray for the lady in, in the hospital that I led to the Lord. She's gone now. I haven't been able to get in contact with her. I pray that you would open up the way for me to get in contact with her and be more of a help spiritually to her. And I pray, dear God, for our church here, our body of church, the people, not the building. And I thank you, Lord, for those who are being so willing to help in the church. And I thank you, Lord, for Pastor Lee. I pray that you would help him to get the service he needs and that he deserves concerning his back. And I pray for the others that were asked for prayer, the who's concerned about the fact that he worries when he don't need to. Lord, that's what I was doing. Couldn't find my ticket to the to the dinner at the dinner they had for um, Christian Congressman Center. I was so worried I wasn't going to find it. I searched and I searched and I searched until I said, Lord, I'm tired of searching. I should have asked you first. And he gave me the conference that I could go without the ticket if I didn't find it because Pastor Andrew showing me and I did, and as soon as I got back home, I found the ticket in my passport, where I put it up for safekeeping. Thank you, Lord.
11: you for who you are in our lives and for what you have done we pray for the menace family right now dear god that they will come to know you because your coming draweth nigh there are signs and wonders everywhere father god we just want to thank you for this body of christ and we just want to thank you for the work that you're doing in us through us and with us father god we just want to thank you for pastor lee and the work that He is doing, and in bringing others to come to know You, Father God, we pray for His back situation, which has been an ailment for some time now. Father God, give Him the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. But You are the great physician, Lord. You guide Him to the great. Phys- you guide Him, Lord, to the doctors that would operate on His back. Whatever direction that You would take Him, Lord. Let him have a peace about it that it all understanding. We ask that you will continually guide us throughout this country, dear God. And even though the crime rate is high in our Bahamaland, we ask that you would touch the hearts of your children here, Lord, that they would come to know you. We just give you thanks, honor, and praise, and glory that is due unto your name. For this we ask. Amen.
5: Lord, we bring Cheryl Cook you tonight. Her surgery is scheduled for Tuesday morning. We pray, Lord, that you would be with her, and we know that she is completely trusting in you, and that her mind is at ease. We thank you for this. We pray that you would guide the physician, and uh, that the outcome will be be well, Lord, and that she will be uh, not not painful through it all, but that we would be able to give God the glory for everything that, he, that you do. Amen.
14: Father, we bring every need before you that's been mentioned here tonight. You know every heart. You know every name of every person called. Lord, we pray for Priscilla and her family, Priscilla Cartwright, for Candy, for Chris. We thank you for the good job that Chris is doing. We thank you, Lord, for Camp Bahamas. We thank you for putting your hand on him and keeping him busy. We thank you, Lord, for all the buildings that are being brought in and trying to get put up. We thank you, Lord, that he overcomes every week problems with vehicles, problems with equipment. And, Lord, you just keep providing, and we thank you. We thank you most of all for the hundreds of kids that accepted Christ as Savior last year at Camp Bahamas. And we just pray that this year you'll bring many more children into the kingdom of God through Camp Bahamas ministry and all the other children's ministries around here. And we thank you, Lord, for everyone mentioned here that needs surgery. Oh, God, we just pray you'd guide the physicians, guide the doctors, guide the nurses, technicians, and that everything will be done will have a successful outcome. And we pray, Lord... For Brother Joe in the prison ministry that you'd continue to use him, continue to use the Gideons, continue to heal Vita. And Lord, we just pray for the brother with worry that you would heal all heal all his problems with worry and just take them away and let him cast every care upon you because you've told us to cast them upon you because you care for us. And Lord, we just thank you for the privilege of being called children of God. I thank you most of all for me celebrating my. Salvation last week for 47 years and I thank you for that and we ask all these things now in Jesus precious name Amen
0: Our Father we thank you for these sweet moments of prayer thank you that we can come before you knowing for certainty that you are listening to us that we truly can call you daddy. Thank you for these wonderful um, expressions of gratitude that you would have been lifted up to you. And Lord, we are so much more convinced uh, of just your, thor- your authority, your power, and your presence in every circumstances. And so even as we now continue to uh, mention others that were, uh, have need of you in various ways, whether that's physically or spiritually, We know that you are more than able to meet every need. And so we commend these individuals to you, and we thank you in advance because you do everything well. And so for even tomorrow, we thank you for the day you will give us. And Lord, if none of us are here, we know we will be in a better place. And so we thank you for this time together that you have privileged us to come and to uh, be around the Lord's table and to listen as persons share and express gratitude to you, for indeed you are worthy to be praised. And we pray, Father, that we will so live that our lives will be a testimony to your awesomeness, your power, your grace, your mercy. Now we say, Fathers, we leave this place asking for your continued presence to be in our lives and demonstrate it to the world around. And all of God's children says, Amen.